There's a spirit at Bryan Health, a passion that says we can make it better, stronger, to raise our kids, to build our future, to move forward together. It's time for Bryan Health Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. You know that feeding your child the right foods and eating healthy is important, but busy schedules sometimes succumb to fast food and ready-made conveniences. Getting a toddler to eat the right foods can be tricky. You want your child to eat enough, and you want meals to be nutritious and not junk. My guest today is Jill Rolfson. She's a registered dietitian. Welcome to the show, Jill. So during the first years, let's start with the first year of life. Babies have very high energy needs. You know they've got rapid growth and development. How can we decide, is it best to breastfeed or formula feed, and are there reasons for each? There are definitely reasons for each. We can support babies' healthy growth through breast milk and formula feedings. Both are good ways to help meet babies' nutrient needs and to help them grow and develop. But some of the differences between them is something we can talk about today. Breast milk, of course, has the benefit of natural antibodies to help babies resist illness. Um, They're also more easily digestible than formula, and it also changes as your baby grows to help them get the exact nutrition they need as they continue to develop. The taste of the foods from mom transfers through the breast milk to help them accept new flavors for solid foods when they're older, Um, and it also lowers the risk of sudden infant death syndrome and can prevent diseases later on in baby's life. Formula um, has the benefits of convenience to give to your baby. You don't have to pump your breast milk or have it as readily available. Formula is pretty convenient. It's still very nutritious. And it can be very beneficial for babies with allergies and intolerances. Also can help when you have a pediatric patient that is maybe premature and needs to have their um, increased calories and proteins to help them grow and thrive. So then as they move along, we're looking at complementary foods to be started with infants. And, and the best first food for baby, I myself love avocado mixed with breast milk or formula for babies. And what do you say, Jill, about best first foods? Starting foods for baby is such a fun time, but it can be a challenging time. Some babies take to it really well. Others fight you a little bit about trying these new solids, the new textures, new tastes. Um, starting complementary foods as early as four to six months is appropriate when they're showing signs that they're ready for the foods, moving their tongue from side to side without moving their head, holding their head upright, and sitting with little support um, or holding a bottle with some help. I agree that avocados are a great food to start with. They've got great healthy fats and are easy to puree and easy for the baby to digest to promote good growth and brain development. I think other foods, starting with pureed vegetables, and pureed fruits are a great option, too, trying to introduce some fiber. You don't necessarily have to do um, fortified baby cereal if you don't think that's some way you want to go. Often, just doing some of the natural foods pureed is a little bit of a better option, doing either canned baby food or even making baby food yourself. Um, Just starting with a couple tablespoons, usually one or two, at one to two meals a day, and gradually increasing to two to four tablespoons of each food is a great way to start these solid foods for baby. Um, Still remembering that breast milk and formula is the sole source of nutrition for the first year of life and that complementary foods are just to introduce textures, tastes, and some additional nutrients at that time until baby's over one year. 
So what about cow's milk and juices? I know the American Academy of Pediatrics is not recommending juices really in any circumstance, but some parents, you know, you just, you got to give them something sometimes besides water. So what do you say, Jill, about milk and juices? Those can be tricky questions. Often kids, once they try juice, really crave that sweetness, and so it's something that they do enjoy. Um, As far as juices go, we don't recommend it for sure before the age of six months. And then we really want to limit it to four to six ounces per day. Um, Infants and children don't need juice. They get their vitamins and nutrients from fruits and vegetables um, in the solid form, and they don't necessarily need juice. Um, Fruit juices contain sugars that sometimes can cause diarrhea with infants. And when we have a discussion about poor bowel movements, often eliminating juice can help improve those bowel movements as well. As far as cow's milk goes, We don't want to introduce that until after the age of 12 months because cow's milk hinders the absorption of iron and can easily cause anemia in infants under 12 months old. Iron's crucial for babies' health and development, and so when we do cow's milk that is going to be difficult to digest, it's not necessarily recommended for those infants until they're one year old when they can digest it. It also can be low in vitamin E, and essential fatty acids, so we still want to do breast milk and infant formula um, due to the protein content and the nutrient content until they're one years old. Then as they become toddlers, we can do whole milk from ages one to two and then transition to 1% or 2% after the age of two. So it's so important to find creative ways to help your child eat nutritious, even if they're a picky eater, and we've all met some picky eaters as little kids. What advice do you have for the parents of picky eaters? There are so many ways that we can try to be creative to help introduce new foods, especially when it comes to picky eaters. I think a big thing that's really important is helping your child feel included in the kitchen to make food fun, letting them choose some healthy options when they're at the store, or give them options for healthy foods at dinner time. Offer them, would you like to help me make these foods today and give them three options, but have them all be three healthy options. So in the long run, you're still helping them promote healthy nutrition, but you're making them feel included and take ownership to participating in the food and the cooking, which really helps them try some of the foods. Um, Make a game out of the foods. Call it funny names. Call them broccoli trees or relate it to their favorite cartoon character and call it an Olaf burger or Elsa carrot, something like that that can make them feel like it's a game and included in the food. Um, You can also try hidden foods for added nutrition. I personally enjoy adding um, some pureed spinach or applesauce or shredded zucchini to things like brownies or um, granola bars or things that you can make at home um, or casseroles. You can add pureed cauliflower to your macaroni and cheese. Add some of those vegetables or fruits to add nutrients to foods they already enjoy um, and then help transition them into trying some of those foods orally outside of those casseroles. And Jill, how many times do they say that you should try a new food with a child and if they don't like it, you should keep trying it because their taste buds change? Absolutely. Usually about five to ten introductions of a food before a child really decides whether they're going to accept or reject that food. Often it can be the difference of textures. Maybe they really don't like cooked carrots, but they might like raw or lightly steamed carrots when they still have a crunch to it. 
sometimes it's just finding the loophole for what they might take better to. But often it's just reintroductions of the foods, continuing to give them the opportunity to learn to like those foods, to adapt their taste buds to like those foods, or to try them in different ways that they might learn a different type or a different cooking method for that food that they like. So wrap it up for us, Jill. It's all such great advice for parents with children and they want to feed them healthy and maybe taking them to the grocery store and making a game of it. As you say, it's all such great information. So wrap it up with your best advice about feeding your children healthy, nutritious meals, but getting them involved in their food. Introducing healthy nutrition early on is creating the building blocks for your child's health and nutrition for the rest of their life introducing them with a variety of foods and helping encouraging them to participate in the kitchen, in the grocery shopping, in the cooking, really gives them the opportunity to learn to love nutrition, to be involved in it, and to take a passion in eating healthy. Thank you so much, Jill, for being with us today. You're listening to Brian Health Radio, and for more parenting tips, you can go to CapitalMomNebraska.org. That's CapitalMomNebraska.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.